Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 415 of the Juice Box Podcast. Today on Defining Diabetes, Jenny Smith and I are going to define adrenaline highs. Today's episode is part of the Defining Diabetes series, which lives here inside of the Juice Box Podcast. It's where Jenny Smith and I take terms from your life with type 1 diabetes and explain them in ways that we hope make them useful and understandable. My friend Jenny Smith has had type 1 diabetes since she was a child, I think for over 31 years now. Jenny holds a bachelor's degree in human nutrition and biology from the University of Wisconsin. She is a registered and licensed dietitian, a certified diabetes educator, and a certified trainer on most makes and models of insulin pumps and continuous glucose monitoring systems. And she is one of the few people who, when I know I'm going to talk to her, I start smiling inside. Please remember as you listen that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Now the music will build to a crescendo and we will begin. Did you notice my different room, by the way? I wasn't sure if you redecorated or you moved, but you're definitely in a different no, room, right? <laughs> this is actually where our, our router is. So I'm in our, this is our basement. Oh. Um, and so it's where we have like all, it's a finished basement. So we have like our TV and everything down here. But I came down here because one, it's quiet down here. <laughs> There's nobody bothering me. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, it is my connection point. So um, you're nice and stable. Since yeah. The microphone is really easy to move and my computer is obviously mobile too. It was you're just easy. like, here I go. I have yeah. to admit the other day, Kelly seemed very upset. And I think it was because I get to work upstairs in a closed room and she's downstairs in the dining room and we have an open floor plan. So people mm-hmm. are just like, hey, mom, what's up? Or the kids will like come in and lay on her, you know, like something like that. And she's <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get a vaccine out so people can go back to work. Take your time. <laughs> lay on top of me. It's fine. Uh, That's and, funny. Yeah. yeah. So I get the private uh, place idea. Um, I have to say, I'd like to talk about adrenaline highs. Ah. Because so I've told us. So I've told the same story on the podcast forever, and I'll do it very quickly here. Um. Arden, I don't know, was eight or nine years old playing in this like Sunday morning basketball league. This just very fun thing where the girls all got the same color T-shirt. They'd show up at a gym and play. And we'd show up one day and come in the door. Her, You know, her blood sugars are perfect. And she'd play okay. and nothing would happen. And then you'd come back the next week and we'd come in. Her blood sugars were great. And she'd play and her blood sugar would jump up to like 250. And it sometimes would jump up. Mm. It sometimes it wouldn't. And after a number of weeks... I just, I remember saying to Kelly, like, we can't let this keep happening. And she's like, well, how are you going to do something about it if it happens sometimes and not other times? And that's when I, you know, devised the the idea of, we'll bolus for a juice box. And if she goes up, then the insulin will work on the number. And if she doesn't go up, we'll give her the juice. Juice box. Right. Yeah. Which ended up being a way that I, I talked to people about how to, use more insulin when they're not sure how to, when they're like, well, I don't understand. Like, I think this meal needs more, but I don't know how to like have the nerve to just use more. And I end up saying, well, bolus for a juice box on top of it. And then what most people find a lot of the times is that it turns out I needed that insulin anyway, and you're never drinking the juice. But if you have to, you have to, and then you kind of figure it out from there. 
But it took me a long time to recognize that Arden was competitive. And mm-hmm. if she showed up one Sunday and saw five little girls across from her on the court that they thought they could easily beat, her blood sugar didn't go up. And if she thought they were in for a fight, then yeah. her blood sugar jumped up. And that's adrenaline. Now, here's the downside of bolusing for adrenaline is the minute the adrenaline's gone, it's like somebody opened up a trap door on your blood sugar and just lets it all out at one time. So that that adrenaline, to me, in my mind, is artificially holding up your blood sugar. You can combat it with insulin, but if the adrenaline should go away prior to the insulin, you're kind of in trouble. Is that how you find it? Kind of. And or I guess the same example would really be, let's say they get hyped up for a game in which your example being it's it's a team that you know is a really tough team, whatever. Well, what ends up happening is your adrenaline goes up and let's say the team, the other team is having a really bad day mm-hmm. and your team is doing like phenomenal. Well, that adrenaline level may very well then go down yeah. faster than if the game was this back to back kind of need for, I mean, adrenaline really is the, it's the fight or flight hormone, right? right. It gets you ready. It gives you the surge of like release of glucose into the system because your body needs the energy to get moving. Right. So, I mean, if that all of a sudden is not so significant anymore at the, or at the end of the game, you won the game. Great. All is fine and good. And down goes the adrenaline and down comes the blood sugar then you're left sort of feeding insulin that you gave earlier so that you didn't have, you know, a 250 blood sugar Mm -hmm. with the adrenaline surge, but you do end up having to cover it because it's not, adrenaline isn't the same, it seems, as a deficit of insulin from like lingering stress or food that you didn't end up covering or something that's going to stick around that you definitely needed that extra insulin for. In fact, that in that scenario, it may not even be moving the blood sugar down. So okay, um, yeah, we would what we would do is the way we timed it out was insulin, mm-hmm. adrenaline, leave basketball game, run to food, <laughs> and then it was a Sunday morning, so we would just run into a diner and she'd get a waffle, and it was kind of perfect because we'd basically we'd basically pre bolus the waffle with the adrenaline fight, and then. Of course, the, none Get of it that. on the back end. Yeah, yeah. This is a very early on example in our, you know, in our life with diabetes, and but it is how I learned about those things. And and you, more recently, you hear people like, "Oh, I was sitting around watching the election results, and my blood sugars were really high." That's anxiety, stress, yeah. and adrenaline, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So adrenaline. In fact, I think I think there might be some too. I you know working with a lot of like school aged kids. There's often this, I hear it over and over, my child is on the bus. As soon as they get to school and they enter school, their blood sugar climbs. They could have been at this beautiful steady for an hour past breakfast already, and now they enter school. It's kind of like the foot on the floor yeah, kind of thing, right? right They enter school and up goes their blood sugar. But on the opposite end of that, you know, we end up like maybe we pump in more insulin through that time period of the day then, or maybe we pump it in through lunchtime because they're super just anxious or stressed about school, or they just get that much, that much excitement out of going to school mm-hmm. and performance, whatnot. As soon as kids leave school, the same thing as what you saw with your daughter, yeah. it's like, whoop, I'm heading home. 
there's nothing else I have to do. I can lay on the couch and watch cartoons or whatever it's going to be, you know, but down comes the blood sugar and you've got this load of possibly hours worth of popped up basal rates or extra insulin being given now at a time period where your body's like, yep, I don't need any more. Thanks. Thanks so much. <laughs> oh, it ha- Arden, it happens exactly like that. Like school ends, she get out, she gets outside. Like if she comes out to my car with an 85 blood sugar, in my mind, I think she's got Here's 10 minutes. She's got 10 minutes to get to a snack. Like that's it. Like, like, and I that is the way I think of it is that all the things that we did during the day to keep her blood sugar stable is a pre-bolus for what's about to happen. And you have to, you have to know it's coming. If it's a, if it if it happens to you or your kid, and I'm assuming it happens to adults too, leaving work, like stressful jobs, um, anything really, social interactions. I mean, when we are allowed to interact socially again, I think that it would be the same thing. Like you meet somebody you're nervous to meet, or you you know you want to make a good impression. You know, there's just so many right. different things. Um, it's funny. Like so, I googled in, adrenaline impacts blood sugar. And mm-hmm. you don't get enough back from it. It's not very, uh, what do I want to say? Um, more like studies and stuff like that. There's right. no like there's no like real world people saying, oh, yeah, if your blood sugar goes up, it could be from adrenaline or vice versa. If it drops, maybe your adrenaline's gone away, your stress has gone away. So I just wanted to go over it because I don't know that it's um, well enough understood. And I know we talk about it in the podcast, but never like give it its moment. So mm-hmm. adrenaline is a, is it a, it's a hormone? Epinephrine. It's, it's epinephrine. It's a hormone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so similarly, and we won't get into it here, but around menstruation, it's progesterone that causes the, one of the problems, right? One of, yeah. One of the main hormones. I mean, there are others, but yeah, progesterone is one of the big ones in that pre, um, pre-cycle start time period. Yes. I mean, there's always, there's also a whole bunch of other, you know, hormones in the female body, things like estrogen and um, luteinizing hormone and all these other kind of components that happen throughout the cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, But progesterone is the big one. And that's the really big one too, that um, in the early phases of pregnancy and as pregnancy progresses, that's a major impact on sensitivity to insulin and, um, increase in insulin resistance yeah okay and so. because there's uh, somebody contacted me I actually should find their note but i'll I will do it in a different episode but she said like i narrowed it down to this spot in my cycle where the progesterone comes in like is where i get this this big impact and i'm like that's super interesting um i wonder if using a birth control pill does that lessen the impact at- i've found that i mean from again, all the women that I've worked with, there are so many kinds of birth control pills on the market today. Mm-hmm. I mean, like every other drug on the market, there are like 20,000 of them. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think it really is relative to the dose that's being given the type of birth control, whether it's IUD or it's the typical, like pop the pill kind of birth control pill. Mm-hmm. Um, they all supply a different amount of hormone control for that. Um, I've seen some women who have, they, they swear they have no change in their insulin needs, their blood sugars, anything with their pill. And some women who swear a 10 pound weight gain, now they're dosing with, you know, 25% more insulin than they ever did before. So, uh, yeah, I have to say, and I'll, and then we'll move on to another one that some of the biggest helps to people with diabetes 
are other people's anecdotal information. And I also think sometimes it's the biggest impediment to people because some people just see one thing and it's not true. And then they share it and it's, oh, this does this. And now that's in your head, you know, and you, and you just stop thinking about it because you believe, oh, I know now this, this person online told me. Um, right. So you really do have to it's wait like, to see what it is. It's kind of like the same thing as looking at one person's like straight, beautiful graph that they post, mm-hmm. but you yeah. don't know what went into doing that. Yeah, how that way. happened or right. didn't how happen. How did that happen? Right. You have to know more, <laughs> not just the thing they say. Right. While Jenny is a frequent contributor on the show, she doesn't get paid to be here, but she is for hire at integrateddiabetes.com. You should go check her out. I'd love to make a couple of brief announcements, house cleaning, if you will, before I go. First, you may remember that back in August of 2020, I was celebrating the 2 millionth download of the podcast. It was very exciting. Well, it is 114 days later, and we are celebrating the two and a half millionth episode of the podcast. Now, those numbers may only mean something to me, um, and I imagine they wouldn't to you, but a half a million in 114 days is really exciting. And I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for your continued support, your listenership, and for sharing the show with others. I am truly grateful that the show has resonated with so many of you, and I love making this podcast for you. I want to shout out the oldest sponsor of the podcast, Omnipod. They supported the show by buying ads before anybody could have imagined that we'd have two and a half million downloads. And it's very possible that there could be four by the end of the next calendar year or more. I don't even know. It's the way you guys are sharing the show. It's, it's amazing. But my point is, is that back when the show had nobody listening and I was like, I think I can get a thousand people a month to listen. They bought an ad and they did that when I asked if they'd be willing to support this thing that I meant to do. And for clarity, if you haven't been listening long, what I meant to do was help people with type 1 diabetes. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted your lives to be lighter, easier, healthier. That was my goal. And I told them that it was going to take some time and that if they could help me by supporting it financially a little bit, then uh, I think I could turn it into something. Well, you have to give them a lot of credit. It's actually one person in particular I'm raising my glass to right now, and she knows who she is. But she bought an ad when there was almost nothing to buy an ad on, and I'll never forget that. That first ad allowed me time to build this podcast. It allowed me to go to my wife and say, look, it's not just this, you know, it's not just another thing I'm doing online for free to help people. Uh, This might actually pay a bill one day. And that was enough to let my wife say, all right, you know, try it. I'd like to help people too, you know, but we're just like you. We have kids going to college and we need food. So I couldn't just spend all my time up here. And Omnipod, they really came through. I'm forever grateful for that moment because this podcast has become something that I am truly, deeply, and genuinely very, very proud of. Just to reminisce for another moment, I recall back at that conversation with Omnipod telling them, you know, 
I'm not sure if I'm ever going to turn this into something that's going to be that valuable for you, meaning, you know, that you'll be able to reach people with your message. And by the way, their message is try a free, no obligation demo of the Omnipod today at myomnipod.com forward slash juice box. But that's not the point. The point is, is that they were okay with that. And I like being involved with people like that. Somebody who said, look, if it helps people and it never turns into a business, we're still here to help people with diabetes. I remember that moment as, as clear as day. And uh, I sometimes wonder if they would have said no, if this show would even exist. Anyway, try an Omnipod. They're cool. Speaking of cool people who support the show, we've had all the meetings and all the conversations, and everyone's back. In 2020, this podcast will have advertising from Omnipod, Dexcom, the Contour Next One blood glucose meter, touched by type 1, Gvoke Hypopen, and maybe someone else. We're still getting things together. But great, great sponsors that I have full faith in, which gives me the ability to speak about them freely from the heart. And I like that. I would not know what to do if I had to shuck and jive for you and tell you I liked a meter that I never used before. I, I don't think I could bring myself to do that, actually. So I'm really thrilled that everybody's back. So thank you so much for the continued support. And thank you to all of you for making the show something that anybody would want to get behind. And speaking of supporting things that also support the podcast, don't forget to join the T1D Exchange Registry. All right, ready? Let's test me. One take, I won't stop. Join the T1D Exchange Registry at t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. When you add your information to the registry and you're a U.S. resident with type 1 diabetes or a U.S. resident who is the caregiver of someone with type 1, you will be adding data that will help people with type 1 diabetes in countless ways. Would you like to try a free no obligation demo of the Omnipod tubeless insulin pump? Go to myomnipod.com forward slash juice box. Fill in a little bit of information and an insulin pump for you to try on and wear. Don't worry, it's non-working. You'll be okay. We'll be at your house in no time. And to learn more about the Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor, you're going to want to go to dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Would you like to use the most accurate and easy to carry blood glucose meter that I've ever seen? Of course you would. Contournext.com forward slash juice box. Check out that contour next. Check out that. Oh, I almost did it without flubbing. Check out that contour next one meter. Now you can also find out more about their. I just lost the word test trip program. And you may even be eligible for a free meter. The meter's terrific. Seriously, check it out. Contournext.com forward slash juice box. This is what happens when I don't edit myself. Ready? Um, my daughter uses Gvoke Hypopen. And you should too. GvokeGlucagon.com forward slash juice box. You want to see people doing great things for people living with type 1 diabetes? You're going to want to go to touchedbytype1.org and visit them on Facebook and Instagram. Did I forget anybody? Dexcom, Omnipod, Contour Next One, Gvoke, HypoPen, Touch by Type 1, T1D Exchange. I did it. That's it. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. There's going to be a really special. Sp- There'll be, uh, see, I promised I wouldn't edit. Now I'm tripping over my words. There's going to be a really great show coming next Friday. 
that's going to have an announcement, a uh, little interactive thing you guys could do if you want. But uh, that's for next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Juice Box Podcast. And thank you for making this show so incredibly fulfilling for me and for the listeners, which I guess is you. Take care. I'll see you soon. still here. I'm just going to let the music run. Let me turn it up. Is that better? It's very repetitive. Like it's so that I can talk over top of it while it's low and you hear music, but you know, it's not distracting. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? You guys do all right? Wait till I tell you how our Thanksgiving went. I'll uh, put that in an episode next week. Boom, 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 We're getting there. It's like 10 or 15 more seconds left. You can make it. Oh, by the way, if you're enjoying the show, please leave an amazing rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're listening in a podcast app, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Links to all of the sponsors are available at juiceboxpodcast.com or right here in your podcast player show notes.